And welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken. Justin Gruner is not here today. He's been out pretty much all week. His uh, wife's grandfather is not doing too well. So uh, thoughts and prayers go out to him and his wife's family. So I brought a special guest in. He's my buddy. He's my soccer buddy. That's right. Uh, Brian Fleischer. How are you doing, Brian? Good. How are you doing? Man, it's it's Thursday. One more day till the weekend. I'm ready. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really ready because... I mean, now that Justin's gone, I'm doing all his work yeah. plus mine. <laughs> you it's need a, a break. Job. You need your two day, yeah. two day break. I don't know how here. he did it when I started <laughs> out, man. It's tough. So we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk a little about uh, soccer, since that's all we talk about. Uh, of course, yeah. uh, off air uh, with the Panini Prism World Cup and how that might affect the uh, soccer card industry um, or category. We also are going to talk about uh, new products and pricing, Tweet of the Day, uh, Believe the Hype, and some big news with Panini and Upper Deck in the NHL with the licensing. It, it seems like um, a lot of people are siding towards Panini and Upper Deck splitting the rights uh, because they like the competition. So we can dive into that later. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about new products and pricing. Uh, new products, we got Panini Titanium Basketball coming out on Friday. Uh, Tops 5-Star Football next Wednesday. Press Pass Total Memorabilia Racing Gallery next Wednesday. And Panini Crown Royale Hockey on Wednesday. And and the big Tops Heritage Baseball was supposed to go live tomorrow, the 7th, but yeah. it got pushed to next Friday, next the 14th. Fri- exactly. Yes. So, I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for all of them. Obviously, basketball is my number one, so I'm looking forward to titanium. But, I mean, five-star football, that's a big deal. Uh, Crown Royale hockey. The Crown Royale football looks pretty good. We got yeah. a box in, so uh, that looks pretty nice. As far as pricing goes, Tops Tribute Baseball. That I'm working on. I was working on that right before I came in here, so I've taken a break to come in here. I'm probably half of it will be done today, okay. and I hope to have the rest of it finished before the weekend, which means uh, the full product will hit Beckett.com on Saturday morning, assuming okay. all the updates run yeah, correctly, so fingers true. crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed on that. And as well, Gold Standard Basketball, that got finished running today. Yeah, so that'll be priced early next week, exactly. uh, okay. Monday or Tuesday. Uh, depending how the how that week all shakes out, but that that's the next on 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 tap after uh, after tribute baseball. Okay, cool. And then as far as hockey goes, we got totally certified hockey, and I started um, gathering that information today. So look for I I think Dan's going to try and get to that next week, uh-huh. maybe. Yeah. If not, um, you know, we'll 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 try and get it in there. Yeah, we're wrapping up the baseball monthly magazine and the football monthly magazine this week. So I'm assuming he's going to jump on that yeah. next week. Um, yesterday, I did also knock out 2014 Tops Turkey Red Baseball. Oh, okay. It's a small, uh, smaller uh, set that, that they sold uh, directly on Tops.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you get 10 cards and an autograph per pack. Um, so there was enough market information to, to knock that out yesterday. So that is all priced and available today on Becca.com. Yeah, it seems like the Tops Turkey Red, just to kind of go off on a little tangent, the it seemed like the success of the football Tops Turkey Red went over into the baseball side. And it looks like people are actually enjoying those kind of mini not it's I don't think it's a huge set. It's kind of a mini, just abbreviated set. But the cards are cool, autographs are cool. Yeah, they could probably probably do a shorter print run because they're just selling it on their website. It's yeah. not a, a a huge release. 
just from baseball experience, I believe they have sold out in the past of other products that they've done, similar products that they've done, Topps Mini. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a Topps Heritage High Numbers. So it has it has seems to be a model that's working for Topps. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be pretty popular. So uh, be on the lookout for those. We also have our gaming magazine. It's going to the printers this week. Uh, it sounds like it's a huge hit as far as uh, sales are, have gone. So be on the lookout for that in the next two weeks. It'll hit newsstands everywhere for your viewing pleasure so let's go to uh believe the hype i got four new players to talk about today they've all been in the news in the past week for either bad things that they have done or good things so let's start (laughs) off with the bad things ian kinsler okay (laughs) the guy just demolished his former team his former boss and pretty much is uh a lot of people are calling him the josh hamilton cj wilson 2.0 what what's going on with that guy? See now now you're hitting close to home. Kinsler was my favorite Ranger. Yeah. Um. And what he said, I, I don't. Maybe I'm biased, but <laughs> I don't put him in that C.J. Wilson, no. Josh Hamilton uh, yeah, uh, category. He's on the other team. He wants the other. You want all the other teams to lose. You want to win. You want all the other teams to lose. Yeah. Now, calling John Daniels a what do you call him? A sleazeball, sleazeball, slime ball, yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's a little too far to go to the media with that. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like the guy, that's fine. But to call him out in the media like that, yeah. that might have gone a little too far. But <laughs> Josh Hamilton called out the fans, called out the city, called out the uh, the front office. He kind of called out everyone. Mm-hmm. And C.J. Wilson is just a, a whole different animal. Yeah. It's just, we, don't have, no, we don't have enough time to talk about <laughs> C.J. Wilson. Yeah. Um, so to put him in that category, I think, is, is a little unfair. But again, like I said, I think I might be biased because I – always loved Ian Kinsler, yeah. even though he killed me last year with nothing but <laughs> pop-outs and fly-outs and strikeouts and, strike and, and swinging for the fences yeah. every time. But but I love Kinsler, and I don't I don't really fault him for saying, uh, you know, what... The, the media always complains that players don't say anything, that yeah. they give generic quotes, but then when they say something, they rip the guy yep. for actually speaking his mind. He's on another team. He wants all the other teams to, to lose, and he wants the Tigers to win. So I heard from someone that Kinsler said it was taken out of context. Yeah, Some of the things that he said, more specifically about John Daniels, was maybe said off the record, uh-huh. which got put on the record somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like there's some confusion. Things that were said shouldn't have been put in the interview. Honestly, if... If I was him, I would be pretty upset. But I wouldn't go to a, a, a ESPN interviewer and and say all these bad things because you know they're gonna jump on it. Yeah. Because there's no any type of exciting news going on because it's spring training. So all this gossip about well, you know, I'm going to a better team with Miguel Cabrera and all these pitching guys, and I hope they don't win a single game. It's like, look. First of all, it's not going to happen. If yeah. the Astros can win <laughs> one game, the Rangers can at least win two, you know? So I, I feel bad for the guy because he was one of my favorites on the team, and he was there when they sucked, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. So I can see why he's mad now because he kind of got the boot when they've kind of redone the whole organization. Yeah. Uh, so it's unfortunate what he said and, and how he left, but you see guys like Michael Young who kind of got the shaft with J.D., and he kind of came back, and it looked like they've reconciled their differences, and he yeah. might help out the team now. But uh, as far as card values go, I looked them up, and the highest uh, value that I saw was around 60 to 150 Yeah, Kinsler hasn't been really uh, popular with yeah. collectors. Um, off the top of my head, I believe he's a semi-star. A couple of years ago, when he, when he started off really hot, uh, he, he had a couple 30 home run seasons where he stole a bunch of bases. Um, it, 
he he picked up a little bit, made a couple appearances on the hot list, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but I believe he got hurt, and that kind of derailed him. It really depends on, of course, you know how he plays with Detroit. Um, I think the Tigers are a step up as far as collectability uh, from the Rangers. Not a huge step. It's not like he went to the the Yankees or yeah. the Cardinals or the yeah. Cubs or something or the Dodgers, <laughs> yeah. something like that. But the Tigers might be a slightly bit more collectible than the Rangers. They're probably a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, have a chance to go further in the playoffs. I hope they don't as a Ranger fan, but <laughs> yeah. but they probably do. Um, so that that'll help them. I kind of skimmed that article and they said he lost some weight. He's really excited about baseball for the first time in a long time. He seems to be. A a bit rejuvenated so if he comes out in the first couple weeks of the season and uh really is playing well with the new team you know the tiger fans will and collectors are gonna are gonna jump on that bandwagon it wouldn't surprise me if he bumped up a lit a little bit i mean he's not gonna be a, a you know superstar listed player yeah, i doubt n- unless no. he goes out and hits you know 40 home runs and steals 30 bases and yeah. hits 330 or something which i don't think is gonna happen no. but um <laughs> you know there's there's some chance for a little bit of movement in there well i think i think that prince fielder has a bigger upside going to texas than kinsley has going to the Tigers as far as not not just collectability but just pricing goes because I mean Prince Fielder is going to a hitter's park exactly and Kinsler is going to a pitcher's and park collectors and fans love the long ball and yeah. and everyone's predicting Prince to hit a ton in the ballpark yeah. or I don't care what they knew the yeah. new the new name of the ballpark it's <laughs> yeah, always the ballpark sun life or global sun life, life global yeah, fe- no it's whatever. the ballpark yeah, that's yeah, what ballpark it is in Arlington. come on people <laughs> <laughs> let's go to basketball Steve Nash has been in the news he's he's been shut down for the rest of the season uh, by the Lakers he's this season's kind of been a wash for him yeah as well as last season and unfortunately he's he's just not the Steve Nash of of old yeah. like back with Phoenix and Dallas. I I looked up his cards. 2012-13 Immaculate Collection Jumbo Patch Autograph Red has it priced <laughs> 125 to 250. That's that's really high for a guy who's pretty much out the door. Yeah, he was a couple-time MVP if I remember yeah. correctly. Again off the top of my head, maybe an unlisted star, borderline mm. listed guy. His autographs sell well. Going to the Lakers and playing with Kobe certainly I think would have helped his values if he could have stayed healthy. Yeah. They could have been a good team maybe made a made a run in the playoffs yeah um it hasn't really worked out for him um he is kind of towards the end of his the tail end of his career he's not as popular as he once was but his, like i said his autographs still sell but at this point in his career i think he's kind of flatline plateaued yeah. i don't think he's going to tank and be a common or anything of course but i wouldn't see very much movement even if he comes back next year unless the the lakers go on some amazing run next <laughs> year he comes back and he's just you know just a monster yeah. which at his age i, I doubt is going to happen so i think he's kind of plateaued as far as where he's going to go yeah. um in the price guide at least and, and it's kind of unfortunate because he was so great to watch uh-huh. live and on tv because the guy, you know, he he loves soccer, and you can tell that by watching him because he's all over the floor, yeah. you know. And so it's great, but it's just unfortunate that injuries have slowed him down yeah. and age too. Yep. Uh, so all right, let's go to hockey. Martin Saint Louis got traded at the uh, deadline, and he got traded to the New York Rangers. Now he's been in the league for 16 years, but this year he kind of had switch back the clock or whatever you call it. 
29 goals, 32 assists, 61 points. That to me looks like he's he's kind of drinking some uh, some Gatorade, you know, <laughs> at night and, and eating his Wheaties. Uh, what do you think about his chances going to the Rangers as well as maybe a, a little upswing in his price? Well, I'm not going to pretend to be a hockey <laughs> expert. I'm not going to pretend I know the <laughs> hockey market. Really, he went. He came from Tampa Bay, Tampa correct? Tampa Bay. Yep. Okay. My guess is that going from Tampa Bay to the New York Rangers is probably going to uh, positively impla- impact his cards. Yeah. Um, again, I have, I have, I couldn't tell you. But I, if he, he could walk into the building right now, and I don't think I could, would recognize him. I know <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. Um, but just generally speaking, when when it, when a player goes from a smaller market team to one of the biggest markets, you know, in any sport mm-hmm. uh, in New York, um, that generally has a positive impact on their cards. And if he's a goal scorer, that fares well for him too. Again, yeah. I have I have no clue as far as specifics, and I couldn't tell you really anything about the guy. But the move from small market to big market is is probably a good move for his cards. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I mean, the guy seems you know a little backstory. He's like five five. Oh, really? Yeah, he he's this tiny dude, but he's he's a, a speed demon on the ice, and uh, you know he's getting up there in age like like Steve Nash. And but twenty nine goals for for a team like Tampa Bay, I think is pretty good. And so for the Rangers to have that. As well as you know, you have Brad Richards and Rick Nash. I think they can make a run in the playoffs and, and do some damage. And I, I honestly, I'm going to believe the hype with him, and I think he's going to prove all that all the doubters wrong because he had kind of some negative energy going into the Olympics with Stevie Iserman. Uh, he was the guy who kind of put the team together, and he left off St. Louis because of his age and stuff like that. But Iserman controls the uh, the Lightning, so it was like, hey man, I'm on your team. Yeah. Like, why won't you pick me, you know? Uh, fortunately for St. Louis, he got on the team as a replacement and played pretty well. But um, as far as card value go, I think there's going to be a little up upswing. You know, he's on a new team. I think this is his third team, but, uh-huh. you know, Tampa Bay's been on there for 10 years plus. Well, it sounds like an exciting little player. And, yeah, and, no. And if you can get the New York crowd and New York collectors excited, yeah. um, the hockey collectors are a passionate bunch. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like it, it could be a good move for his cards. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see about that. Let's talk our final player, Troy Polamalu, safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just signed a three-year deal. And in my opinion, I think that's his last contract. I think three years is going to be... Um, his last three years in the league. Uh, unfortunately, he's getting up there in age. Isn't the old Troy Palomalu that we all know and love? But the last card that I've seen that's the highest. Uh, was 2012 Elite, and it was priced at 50 to 120. His highest card was an 03 Rookies and Stars, 300 to 500. So that's a huge drop <laughs> yeah. in, in pretty much 10 years. Uh, as far as card values go, what do you think about his, his future within the next three years? Do you think it's going to continue to decline, maybe a, a slight upkick? Well, I know he's always been a popular player. Steelers are a very collectible team. I, I remember working on football in 2003 which I believe was his rookie year. Uh, I remember he was quite popular rookie, kind of 03, 04, 05, yeah. as the Steelers were kind of turning it around and, and Ben Roethlisberger was, was coming in. Uh, the Steelers have struggled in recent years, yeah. uh, so that's probably hurt him a little bit. And as, as more and more cards and autographs come out of any player, they're going to kind of kind of flatline. Mm. Um, 
I think his rookie cards and his rookie autographs and, and maybe some of his lower print run stuff will stay strong, but I wouldn't see much of an uptick. It's nice that he'll probably finish his career in, in uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, he's always been an exciting player to watch. I've always enjoyed watching him play. Yeah. Um, even my wife recognizes him with that hair <laughs> running course, around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, as far as, a, as an uptick or anything, I really don't think so. That's just my experience with the other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for a player his age, he is on a popular team, which which helps him. I don't think there's going to be much of an uptick. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I wish there would be an uptick because I, I feel like he was one of the um, one of the first modern defensive players to become uh, a guy to collect on uh-huh. the defensive yeah. side. Uh, and now you have guys like J.J. Watt, um, players like that who are starting to get in the swing of collecting, but you always think of Troy Polamalu, and he's he's the guy everyone knows. Oh, that's a defensive stud, you know. Uh, so unfortunately, he's getting up there in age, and it just kind of sucks. But like all these guys, they're getting up there in age. You know, Kinsler, he's thirty one, thirty two. Yeah. But unfortunately, he's been playing 10, 10 11 yeah. years. Uh, so hopefully, one of those guys will have a little upkick, but. As, as time will tell, you know, age is always the factor in, in these guys' career. So that will obviously affect their card value. So that's Believe the Hype. If you have any players you want us to talk about, just send us an email, radio at Beckett.com or on Twitter at Beckett Radio. Let's go to Tweet of the Day. We got a tweet from, uh, <laughs> his name is Titter, uh, which is weird, but at <laughs> Justin Time. Justin Time Sport or Justin Just in Time Sport, uh, something interesting. That's a good good Twitter handle. They asked if we're going to do a show from the National. Luckily, we have one of my bosses in here to ask him directly on air on the record. Will we? Will me and Justin be able to be at the National? <laughs> and I will. I will. Spot. Uh, yeah, thanks. I will defer to my boss Dan Hit, so he should come in next week and and do the show next week. I don't I don't know. In the past, we've only sent a couple guys. Yeah. Um, having said that, who knows? Maybe yeah. we'll send a we'll send a full crew from our department this year. Yeah, that, I mean it, it would be pretty sweet because I've never been to a national and it's in Cleveland. And, yeah, and it's uh, an awesome experience. If you haven't gone, it's it's pretty overwhelming and it, yeah. it takes a couple days at least to to make it around the whole show floor yeah so hopefully if not this year uh <laughs> next year <laughs> you know we'll get you in there one of these years <laughs> well well that's always nice yeah I, I wanted to put you on the spot and no see that's fine saying. that's fine i'm just deferring to dan yeah that's there cool. you go that that's all we should do just, just let dan deal with dan. it yeah <laughs> well that was tweet of the day if you have any tweets i i love talking on twitter so hit us up at beckett radio uh let's talk about the story of the day story of the week licensing has been a big deal i've been talking about it a lot um with thomas fish last week of blowout cards upper deck striked a huge deal with nhl and is now the exclusive holder for all rights uh as far as hockey goes panini is on the out yeah i think it's june 30th is when the current contract expires uh, so Panini has a couple more products to put out, and uh, from the looks of it, by their uh, by their statement that they released, they're I mean they're still going full force, hundred yeah. yeah, percent. I don't think they're gonna gonna fold up shop and just kind of say, oh well, you yeah, know, we lost, we lost, <laughs> so now let's kind of yeah. you know let's mail it in. Now they're gonna go you know full bore till the end. Yeah. What what do you think? Because I've been reading the comments on Beckett.com. We we did a uh, a story. Uh, I th- I think our hockey editor, Susan, uh, posted this story. And there's been a lot of comments saying uh, competition was good. It made Upper Deck work harder mm-hmm. as far as Panini putting out all those products. Some just liked one certain manufacturer having the, the rights 
to each sport, you know. So even though it's nice to see uh, brands like Panini put out, you know, Panini Prism Baseball, uh, it's also nice to have those logos on those players' jerseys. Uh, so what do you think as far as upper deck goes? Do you think now that they don't really have any competition that they're just going to kind of flatline and just do what they've been doing all along? No, I think that was that was an argument I think that people made with the with the baseball licensing when Topps was named the exclusive baseball uh, uh, producer of baseball cards. People would say that, oh, Topps is just going to mail it in and the products are going to be awful. And I really don't think that's that's the case. I mean, the, the guys who work over there, they've got pride, and they've and they're they're kind of uh, they've got to live up to the upper deck name. Um, I know upper deck is strong in hockey with the cup. Yeah. Um, they're young guns rookies, yeah. and even as a non hockey collector, I I know those things. So they're not just gonna mail it in. They they still want to sell product. They know that they can't put out junk. They know that the the hockey market and the hockey collectors are a small but very passionate group, and they're not going to accept you know subpar a whole run of subpar products now of course throughout the year you have some hits and you have some misses but to think that upper deck is going to kind of lean back and kick back and put their feet up on their desk and say all right now we're going to mail it in and let's just put out a whole bunch of junk um i think that's um that's a little a little too far having said that competition can be good it can Mm -hmm. can help them both companies or all companies involved innovate and try and uh one-up each other and 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 that can help collectors out but to think upper deck is just gonna mail it in i I think that's wrong i I don't think that's gonna happen at all yeah and it it sounds from uh, conversations around the office that upper deck is starting to ramp up uh, their products and become kind of what they used to be back in the 90s which is great for everyone collectors and manufacturers because it it just puts a level up again in, you know, because just just as a whole, I love Upper Deck, you know, but I also love Panini and Tops. Yeah. And it's great to see these guys being like, all right, we're going to step it up a notch and see what you guys can do. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I'm honestly, I'm excited because I think Panini can put more focus on their other products that they do so well, like basketball. I'm, I'm a huge fan of their basketball collection. You know, gold standard, I yeah. love all that stuff. And so maybe they're going to put more focus on that, ramp it up with uh, maybe getting more rights for players, you know, stuff like that. And maybe they could go the, the, the in the game model where they where they sign individual contracts with guys who are not part of the uh, players association um, and kind of maybe maybe do something that way I mean with baseball they have it a little easier because they do have a a players association Mm -hmm. license so they can use the MLB players they just can't use logos here it's a little difficult more difficult because they can't use the players or the logos yeah um, so they may have to go out and sign, I don't know, maybe you sign some, you do some junior league stuff. Again, I'm, I'm kind of speaking out of turn here yeah. because I really don't know how the yeah. hockey market works. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe they sign some prospects. Maybe that's part of the deal that they can do. Um, uh, maybe they sign retired guys. Maybe again, that's part of something that they can do. So maybe it's a, a chance for Panini to innovate and, and do something different and, and kind of go away from the NHL, which I'm sure they don't want to do. Yeah. If they had their way, they, they would be still doing NHL product, but it might be you know they could see it as a challenge like all right well we can't do the nhl we're going to give you awesome products of these retired guys we're going to do awesome prospect or these junior league type sets or something that that again it's a small but passionate group of collectors and and they may be really into that yeah and one little snippet you know and if they want to get on this bandwagon with me i just thought about it the nhl they're they're talking about doing a world cup of hockey you know they're going to try and get out of the olympics and do this exclusive world cup so maybe if if they want, they can jump on it 
and see if they can get the rights for that to where they can just put out a huge product like Panini Prism World Cup, yeah. which we're going to talk about in a minute, and just have that, and that's going to be their huge product set of the year. You know, Maybe they can't use... Um, maybe they can strike a deal with the NHL to use the players and stuff like that, but yeah. they'll be in different jerseys, kind of like the Olympics, so maybe they can get that and make some money off of that. You yeah, and, and, and with baseball, they didn't have a license to do Elite Extra Edition in 07, 08, 09, um, and it still was really really popular they showed guys in their college uniforms uh in their high school uniforms mm-hmm. and and they had some really popular expensive cards in those products so i think it can be done i don't know all the rules yeah. and, uh, and the ins and outs of what they who they can sign who they can't sign what logos they can what they can't um as far as junior league and prospects and, and and retired guys and stuff but they've done it with baseball where they didn't have a license and they they did strictly prospect products and they they sold pretty well. They they yeah. were pretty innovative in that in that regard. So hopefully Panini sees it as 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 a challenge and they'll they'll step up. Yeah. Well, definitely be on the lookout for new products. I I just opened a couple boxes of uh, Upper Deck Series Two and it looks great. So uh, be on the lookout for that as far as the NHL licensing goes. Let's quickly chat about Panini Prism World Cup. Uh, I talked about it with Justin a few weeks ago. I'm I'm excited. It's awesome. I mean, the cards, the sample cards that they have uh, for us to look at looks great. Yeah. The autographs, I'm pumped for. <laughs> I, I mean, the list of stars that they have, I want every single one of them. Now, you saw yesterday you were saying about $100 a box. Is that what you said? Yeah, 110 yeah. something a box? Blowout has it at $108. Okay. Do you know what it guarantees or what, what the box said? I'm, I don't mean to. Now I'm going to put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah. Wh- what's <laughs> up with you, that, man? Have you put the, me, I mean, the national <laughs> on the spot? Now let's see. Give me all the details of Panini Prism World Cup. Well, I know that Panini Prism is, uh, they're coming out on, uh, I think, April 23. Third. Okay. So that that'll give it um that'll that'll give them a couple months to get ready for the World Cup because they're coming out uh mid June. Uh let's let's see what we got here because I I really enjoy it. Okay, so twenty four packs per box, six cards per pack. Uh, I mean, it did not say it may it, not say it really doesn't say much, but I mean they have a two hundred card base set. The parallel there's a lot of parallels. Yeah, that's very prism. Very a lot of parallels. Uh, a lot of color. The the cool inserts that I like the team photos. I'm a huge fan of that i collected posters of of the teams you know really? oh man i loved it wow, you're hardcore yeah i'm, I'm pretty <laughs> i have i had uh, chelsea barcelona italy all those in college and i think i threw them away but oh, yeah uh but we have those uh of uh, a team photo of each of the 32 teams in, in the world cup you have world cup stars world cup matches or matchups so you'll have pairings yeah um as well as combo signatures all numbered 10 to less and they'll have a parallel version for that. Uh, Do they have any other images of the autographs there on the page? I know I remember a drug seeing a drogba. Yeah, there's. Um, let's see, we have uh, Messi, uh, Cristiano wow. Ronaldo, uh, Pele, uh, Robin van Persie. You also have guys like Tim Howard, Clint Dempsey, Josie Altidore. Wow, they so, seem to not spare any expense on these autographs to get Messi and Ronaldo and Pele. Are, you know, throw Maradona in there, which I don't. Do they have Maradona? Yeah, so the combo signatures include they have a Pele slash Cristiano Ronaldo, uh-huh. and then they have a Maradona and Messi. Wow. So that and that'll be numbered ten to less or yeah. ten or less. So I mean, those will go for some yeah. pretty pretty uh, pretty I'm, pennies. I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about this time of year. Panini. I you know I'm I'm 34 years old, but I still get excited about those Panini World. <laughs> Cup sticker books. Those are so awesome. Yeah. Um, so every four years, I kind of geek out on on these Panini World Cup stuff. Yeah. And and I like to that they're they're kind of giving us a quote unquote real 
card product. Um, I know Panini has done them for other leagues, but it's really cool to have like a full-on World Cup yeah. product with autographs and parallels and cool shiny base cards yeah. and a lot it, of color. And, and I mean, it first started with Tops putting out the English Premier League, and, and yeah. we were just excited like little children when we saw those cards <laughs> yeah. you know and so it's like the sky's the limit as far as uh the soccer uh, market goes because i mean yes we have tops mls and uh-huh. but mls isn't a big exciting brand the yeah. epl is huge yep. you know you got all those great players it's it, i mean nbc watches or, or has uh matches yeah. of them on weekends it's a huge market and now the world cup is one of the biggest uh, events to watch in the world, and so why not jump on it? You know, yeah, it's they've been saying they in quotes they have been saying you know the soccer is the next big thing in the United States, and it is growing. They've been saying that for a long time. It's growing in the United States with the popularity of the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. has more. I believe I heard that the U.S. has more ticket requests than any other country. Now it's one of the largest countries in the world, and, yeah. and probably in one of the most well-off. That may have something to do with it. But as far as ticket requests for the World Cup, the U.S. was was the most, or one of the most, uh, the the highest one yeah. uh, for the World Cup in Brazil. Um, the English Premier League set from tops has sold really well. Grading seems to be getting a lot more soccer cards coming in. I seem to be getting a lot more requests um, from marketplace dealers like, hey, could you get this Panini Adrenaline German League <laughs> yeah. sticker set in, yeah. the, in, the, in the database so I can list them? Mm. So it's still probably a, a distant fifth or sixth as far as popularity among collectors. But it's, it's growing. And like the hockey collectors, it's a small but very passionate group of collectors. So it, it, I think it is... Hopefully, you know, if the U.S. can make a run or, or you know, more and more with satellite and, and cable and Internet watching, the sport is growing in the United States in yeah. popularity and people are becoming more aware of the players. You know, they're showing highlights on ESPN. It's not just some weird sport that Europeans and South Americans play yeah. um, anymore. It, it's like, not some like page eight you know, exactly, news story. Exactly. You know, especially with the World Cup. And, you know, last Last World Cup, you know, I remember watching the game against, I think it was Algeria or something, mm-hmm. where Landon Donovan had that yeah. crazy goal. And there were all these YouTube videos of watching people, you know, go nuts and yeah. stuff. And it's it's growing slowly but surely. And I think in the next, you know, maybe two World Cups, maybe three, it's, it's going to become one of the top, you know, top tier sports here. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. And you have tournaments like this uh, Guinness Tournament of Champions where it's, I mean, it's all exhibition matches, but you have the top teams of the world uh, come over here and, and play games, you yeah. know, Real Madrid, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Roma, Man U, yeah. Chelsea. You know, they're they're wanting to come over here because, you know, a summer in the U.S. is, is a pretty nice vacation yeah. for these stars. But at the same time, you can get the uh the u.s fans excited yeah. about a global and they sport. see it as a huge uh a huge market yeah. for them and for their brand yeah. to you know get the man united brand in here i was at a target a couple weeks ago and now they have you can buy chelsea and man united t-shirts and hats oh, and wow. barcelona and real madrid t-shirts and hats in the sporting goods section and, and mm. balls with their logos on it so slowly but surely you know this european 
South American world's game is yeah. really kind of creeping its way into American culture. And, yeah. you know, stores like Target are now selling. You can get a, a Chelsea hat at, at Target. This is really weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, be on the lookout for that April 23rd. I'm, I'm trying to get Brian to uh, buy a box with me. Uh, got to run it by my boss. Yeah, got to talk to the boss figure at the, in the, at the household. House. <laughs> <laughs> not Dan. No, not yeah. Dan. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's uh, bring in Rob Springs and Bill Sutherland with Beckett Auctions services guys how are y'all doing today doing good how about you awesome so let's talk about beckett auction services it's starting up it's it's brand new what's what's going on well we are bringing back beckett auction services which first started back in 2003 where we opened our first ebay store and we also performed the auctions for major league baseball the nhl and the nba so we're opening a new division of the company called beckett auction services i'm bill sutherland i'm the senior director of beckett auction services been with beckett for 18 years and my counterpart with me today is Rob Springs, who is our acquisitions manager, and he's been at Beckett a couple different times with a long hobby background uh, in product development for the manufacturers and printing. So he'll be here to you know help guide all our consigners along the way and bring in some of the best items uh, you know we can come up with. You know, the stuff that you guys already brought in is I've never seen anything like it from the autograph seat back with, you know, Roger Staubach. I think Troy Aikman was on there. All that UFC stuff, it was incredible to just really just touch it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was cool. How, how exactly did that come about? Was that just pure luck or, or you guys just awesome at, at doing what y'all are doing? Love to say awesome, but the first one was <laughs> was uh, a little a little of luck and, and, and a little working at it. Um, yeah. One of our managers and in, in grading services was able to provide us with a contact and a lead and then we just kind of worked it and what started out is maybe a handful of cards and UFC cards turned into all these uh, huge event signed posters with all the 10 fighters from the main cards and then you know Ronda Rousey belt and oh hey I've got a couple of you know presidential cuts and here's a pool host autograph and here's a Jeter bat it just yeah. it just kept, he just kept, kept coming going. out of yeah. the closet with it so um it, it turned out to be really cool find and and uh you know, then we're just starting to make those contacts and, and build it. But really, it can be, you know, we're looking for consignments, uh, stuff that's pretty much will get not valued at 100, but we'll pretty much sell for 100 and above. And it can be from, you know, just the average collector just having a cool card or somebody with a massive collection that they just want to uh, need, need some help with uh, getting rid of. So we're here to kind of, uh, we think that's one of the things that set us apart is we're, we're trying to not turn down a lot of stuff, uh, you know, if it's hitting the value threshold and, yeah. you know, not say, oh, well, that's not, uh, we're not going to get a thousand dollars or more for that so we don't want it we really want to try to interact and encourage and and just give another avenue for a collector or, or anybody to be able to sell their items yeah and i think uh what's really cool that you guys are doing is you have so much social media presence already you have facebook twitter pinterest which uh i i haven't really gotten into but i checked it out and pretty cool how, how that thing worked are you guys trying to push the social media interaction with people or are you just trying to help them sell their stuff well just for starters we wanted to get our name out there. You know, Beckett's a known commodity since 1984, but Beckett Auction Services is fairly new to the market and there's a lot of competition in the auction space. So we want to set ourselves apart. And one of the ways we're going to do it is social media. We have a Facebook page. Uh, you can look up Beckett Auction Services and we've got almost 500 followers after just a few weeks. We're using the page to promote items as they come in. We're taking candid photos, not staged, you know, not in the digital studio, just a photo exactly as the raw item comes in and you'll see it when we see it. So it's a good way for us to you know introduce uh, our new products our new consignment items to our audience and it also links to our twitter account which we have over 1600 followers i believe right now so you can follow us on twitter at beckett auctions and we'll do some specials we're going to probably
probably do some contests. You can get consignment information, you know, from those various pages. And then Pinterest, you know, Pinterest is new. Pinterest has, uh, you know, tended to be a female-oriented audience, but the male segment of Pinterest grew tremendously last year, and Pinterest had huge revenue. So they're getting the traffic, and they're getting the interest. So we're going to post a Pinterest board of all the cool items that come in. We'll theme the boards. We will do them by auction, and you guys can repin them on, on your own, you know, Pinterest sites. You can share them on Facebook and Twitter, and it's really just about getting the word out to everybody. So we're trying to hit every audience. We also added the Beckett forums. We created a dedicated Beckett auction services forum where you guys can interact with us. We'll uh, do previews of items we get in. We'll take your questions, and we'll you know help you get a consignment form from us. So we're we're really trying to push the envelope of social media. We know that's the way to go. You know we're starting out from scratch here. We're you know ground zero business. We're getting to build this up. You know the way we want to, and uh, you know we're building it on on our three key tag words: service, trust, and integrity. You know that's what Dr. Beckett stood for all these years, and we're going to continue with his legacy. And you know just build a great auction platform, and you know that's what we're looking forward to. Now this doesn't just uh, focus on sports memorabilia. Is there non-sports involved, like comics, things like that, or is that something you guys might get into later on? Yeah, definitely. Uh, right now we're mainly focusing on sports and non-sports, whether it's uh, autographs, memorabilia, cards, whatever it may be. Uh, but yeah, we're hoping to expand to different verticals like coins and comics and toys and whatever else makes sense down the road. Um, it, it's really just you know we're just trying to you know hit hit the first auction in April. You yep. know, and, and get some of that stuff set up and kind of get our flow and, and how we're going to do everything uh, and, and consignments flowing in. And, and then, you know, as, as we get that down and, and everything's down pat, yeah. then we're going to start looking at expanding to uh, other verticals, hopefully. Well, you guys tell us what you want to auction off. You know, we want to hear what, you know, what we can help you with. Are you guys coin collectors? Are you currency collectors? Do you have rare books, toys, comics? We can handle it all. We have experts on staff and we're going to bring in more experts. When we're ready to do coins, we're going to be hiring a coin expert and he'll be running the coin auctions for Beckett. And uh, we have some very seasoned coin collectors at Beckett and currency collectors. And we're already, you know, establishing some relationships with various coin dealers and coin companies. So you know, we've got a lot of opportunities and, you know, really for auctions, it's all about contacts. I mean, just yesterday we talked to uh, an agency in St. Louis and they're going to be doing a big uh, party for the 64 St. Louis Cardinals World Series team. It'll be the, you know, 50th anniversary. We're hoping to get all the memorabilia and a bunch of the items that they're going to sign from all the living members of that team. And that was, you know, just past contacts. And, you know, we're, we got a nice Larry Bird autograph, I think number to five coming in today. And we got some vintage uh, coming in today. I think a Jim Brown rookie will be coming in. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. And, you know, one of our advantages here at Beckett is that we can grade the card for you. We can appraise the card for you. We can get autographs authenticated through our relationship with JSA, and then we can auction it for you. So we're a one-stop shop, which a lot of the other auction houses can't do. So we're going to offer you discounted prices on grading, um, appraisals through Beckett Certified Appraisal, you know, which is from you know Justin's and Derek's department. Yep. Um, and you know that's a big thing. So if you got low print run cards, let us appraise it as well. We'll include the picture of the certificate right there in the auction. And you know eBay has shown that uh, you know you'll get more money for the good low print run cards with certificates, and we're going to carry that over to our auctions. And, uh, you know, we're, we'll be ready to roll in April. We're doing an uh, uh, inaugural consignment fee of only 10% for all items that will be auctioned off in April. They have to be to us by the last day of this month of March. And, uh, you know, you can contact us at auctions at Beckett.com, you know, for more information and, uh, you know, to get your items pre-approved. Rob will, uh, you know, answer your emails. 
He will be able to help you, you know, decide what to auction with us, how to package it, and, uh, you know, go over the service options for you. You know, not only are we doing Beckett online auctions each month, we're going to do an eBay consignment division, which we've had in the past. It was called, what, Beckett Select? Mm -hmm. And Beckett Select was a division where we would take the best cards and we would auction them off on eBay, but use our marketing muscle. So we would get PR, we would get online ads, we would get print ads, we would use our marketing muscle to get more money for your card. Well, we can still do that. 25% 25% fee, you know, for eBay consignment, but we do all the work. You send us the card, we'll decide to grade it with you, we'll decide to certify it, you know, appraise it with you. We take care of the shipping, the insurance, the payment processing, and we cut you a check. Uh, you know, it's a pretty simple deal, and, you know, we're, we're ready to work with all you guys. Yeah, so auctions at Beckett.com if you have any questions or comments to get, really just get the word out. It seems like you guys are doing a fantastic job. It's only been, I mean, a month, two months, something like that. You're already bringing all this stuff in. It's unbelievable, you know, so obviously you guys are doing something right. So might as well jump on board now when it's early rather than later. Well, do you guys, last question, are you guys going to be at any upcoming card shows, maybe, you know, uh, uh, getting the word out? Well, we'll, we're going to do a couple local shows here in the DFW area. You'll have to just check out our Facebook page, you know, or our Twitter feed to see where we'll be. We have a charity show coming up this weekend. You can find that information on our Facebook page, and we'll have a large presence at the National. We'll have a, a portion of the booth with some high marquee items, on display. We'll be accepting consignments. We'll have some specials there. Um, We're also hoping to attend the Suntime show later this year and maybe the Expo show in Toronto for all our hockey fans out there. You know, we're looking to really expand and grow, um, you know, going after a bunch of different markets. And, you know, if there's any big collectors, big dealers, case breakers out there, one of the services we didn't talk about yet was we can do a dedicated auction just for you. So if you want to run, you know, Derek's online auction, number one, it'll be just your items. All 100, 200, 300 items will be yours only. You'll get a full week slot of the auction. There's a small setup fee, which will take care of marketing and the setup of the software. We're using a great software package that's very well known in the sports card you know, memorabilia uh, industry. And you can run your own auction. So a smart fee, we'll do all the work. You send us the cards, you, you know, meet our requirements, and we'll cut you a check within 21 days. And you know, one of the big things that uh, you know, Rob and I have going for us is that we're both going to be um, Texas licensed auctioneers. So this is an unregulated industry in, in most of the country, but Texas takes it serious. So we've got you know, consigner rules and bidder rules, and we've got uh, you know, contracts and things to guarantee your success and our success, and we'll make sure you get paid on time you know, and treated with the utmost of you know, um, you know, integrity and appreciation and everything. And you know, so Rob and I will both be you know, licensed Texas auctioneers. We'll be you know, ready to handle all your consignments. We may even do live auctions in the future, you know, depending on how big this, you know, this goes. And uh, we'll have a landing page at Beckett, uh, www.beckett.com slash auctions, which will tell you how to consign and give you uh, the ability to contact us for, you know, with consignment information. So if you kind of forget our email address, you can go there, Beckett.com slash auctions. And Rob will get back to you right away and, uh, you know, work that consignment. Rob's available 24 hours a day Uh-oh. for consigners. <laughs> so he'll be checking that email box quite often, and he'll be ready to roll. Give out my cell phone number Yeah, now. so he's Absolutely. on call like like a doctor or something now. Okay, this is serious stuff. I, I'm really excited to see you guys do some auction, the 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 fast talking and all that stuff. You guys ready to do that in the future? That That sounds pretty cool. I'll leave that to Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, guys, for coming in. Beckett Auction Services. If you have any questions, their email is auctions at beckett.com. 
Uh, I'm excited. Sounds like you guys are excited. Everyone out there, get excited. All right, thanks to Bill Sutherland and Rob Springs for that. Auctions at Beckett.com is their email address. So if you have any uh, consignments or if you just want to talk to them about questions, email them, auctions at Beckett.com. They're also on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, every social MySpace, media. MySpace, Friendster. Yeah, my, yeah, Friendster, <laughs> all that good stuff. So check them out. They got some cool stuff uh, coming in on a daily basis. And they're also going to be at this upcoming sports card show uh, on Sunday, 9 to 4 p.m. at the Adat Shavarim. I think I said that right. I hope uh, I hope Rich Klein doesn't get mad at me. Uh, but Rich Klein is heading it up. Uh, if you want to get more info about that, contact him at 214-684-6116 or visit them online at www.planocardshow.com. It's in Plano, Texas, the northeast corner of Independence and Spring Creek Parkway. Admission is only $1 suggested donation. The donation goes to scholarships for kids to go to a summer camp. So, I, I mean... It's one dollar to get in. Yeah. But, I mean, it's free. Yeah. But you're 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 giving your money to to kids. A good cause. Yeah. yeah. So it's perfect. So check it out. I know uh, Beckett Grading might be there. They might uh-huh. set up a table. Yeah, I think Beckett Auctions might set up over there. They yeah. may make an appearance over there yeah. too. Yeah, and I think they're gonna have a. They they said something about a two dollar table where it's gonna be graded cards of whatever. Yeah. And you'll just two bucks. Pick Grab it up. You want. Yeah, whatever. So that'll be pretty neat to see. Uh, I think you're going to be there, Brian. I will Might? probably be there on okay. Saturday at some, or I'm sorry, on Sunday, Sunday at some point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area, head on over. Yeah, I think there's going to be about 20, 25 tables. So, yeah. it should it's be a smaller cool. show, but it's, it's for a good cause. So, go, go uh, head on over. Yeah, and they also have door prizes. Uh, they got a lot of cool stuff from manufacturers. So, they're going to give out a lot of cool things. So, check it out. Other than that, I'm done. Brian, you got stuff to do. I'm done. Sorry, Justin. You've been Wally pipped. <laughs> I, I, I already texted him yesterday or emailed him. I was like, sorry, Justin, you're fired. <laughs> I didn't even give him a reason. And I think he was like, what happened? You know, He's going to take one day off, and now he's going to lose a spot. I'll be in the chair yeah. for the rest of the way through. <laughs> you got to uh, bring out a, a great sports show, Justin, when you come back so we can have a competition. Kind of like go. a PTI or, a, or a, one, of, one of those discussion yes. shows. We'll, we'll do that maybe soon. All right, Brian, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. If you have any questions, radio at Beckett.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Beckett Radio. I love chatting to everybody and anybody. So we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to Beckett Radio. Peace.